Okay, today we are going to talk about etiquette when both giving and receiving feedback on your writing. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Everybody needs to learn how to have etiquette. On both sides of that deal. Yeah. Yeah. Do we want to talk about getting feedback first or giving feedback first? Let's start with getting feedback because I feel like that's a curveball. Yeah, it is because the first time you get like legit critique, is always going to be hard. And sometimes it will always be hard forever. <laughs> yep. Depending. Um, yeah. Because it, it is hard, especially when you finish your first book and you're like, this is my baby. I have finished the thing. It's great. And you send it to people and they're like, it's not done yet. Yeah. Because there is both the, like, the, the receiving feedback part of like accepting what they're saying, but then there's mm -hmm. also the mental effort of realizing you need to work on it more and it's not done. Yeah. My, my, my suggestion, you know, if you ask somebody for critique, know that you're going to receive it. Yeah. Embrace that. People aren't just going to kneel down and kiss your ass and tell you you're the best writer ever. That's not going to happen. That's not realistic. And if you don't, you know, want critique, simply ask for readers. And, you know, when people do give you critique, even if it is kind of shitty, because sometimes people give shitty critique, just say, okay. <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes burning bridges is just not a great idea. You know, I I have had many, uh, many an experience where I've given somebody like feedback and they have a they haven't they've ignored it. And mm -hmm. that's fine. Like and, and you can do the same thing. And, but just know that you should always thank the person. Yeah. Even though you might not have liked it and just move on. Yep. Uh, tell them you appreciate it. Yep. Just thank you for your time. Yeah. Yep. And then. And sometimes that's because you will get feedback sometimes that is just somebody who doesn't have the same vision for the book that you do. Maybe it's somebody who, you know, in my case, like I have a lot of romance subplots. Maybe it's somebody who just doesn't like romance subplots in their fantasy novels yeah. and they're not really your core audience and they try to make yeah. your book into something that's just a different vision for the story. Yeah. But <laughs> Even those critiques usually have a few things in them that are relevant. <laughs> and if you have a concern that that might be a thing, um, that somebody is just not really into the genre you're writing, you can always add a question like that to your beta uh, review questionnaire. Mm -hmm. um, you can just say, what kind of books do you usually read? Like, just just ask them, yeah. you know, because, you know, because then then you can sort of process the information in a way that you feel like might be more fitting. Like if they, if they write down, well, I usually read literary, like when people give me their fantasy novels, I have to I have to sort of turn off that sort of other brain because I don't read a lot of fantasy, actually. So you have to make sure that you let the reader know that, but also keep it in mind when you go to uh, maybe edit somebody's work yourself. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's good to keep in mind what is your personal preference and what is things that may be a problem for multiple readers yeah i i, I definitely think that just i don't know where i was going with that that train just left <laughs> it left goodbye. goodbye goodbye thought yeah bye. goodbye but yeah in receiving feedback one thing that it also depends on if you're receiving written feedback or if you're receiving verbal feedback, because one of the things if you do ever join a critique group, general critique group etiquette is you're not allowed to talk back during your critique. You have to sit there and take it. And then after you can ask questions or whatever. But that's actually a good lesson to learn. I really like that. Yeah, I really like that philosophy. Keep your mouth shut until your critique's done. <laughs> yeah, because it makes you listen. Yep. Because there is that 
urge, knee-jerk urge to be defensive, especially if you intended it to come across a certain way and readers are reading it a different way. There's that knee-jerk reaction to go, no, no, this is what I meant. Right. But if more than one person isn't getting that, then that's something you're going to have to take into consideration when revising. Right. Yep. So anything else about getting feedback? No, not really. I just, I, I want to be annoyed at the people who, who always ask for feedback and then you give them the feedback and then they're like, oh, well, the book's not done yet. Or that's not what I meant at all. Or actually this just, yeah, just reiterating to just not, not do that. Like if you feel like saying it, just keep those feelings inside because it, it does get very it feels like it feels like you're invalidating the people who are helping you and you don't want to invalidate people. Mm -hmm. Right. You can't just say, well, it's not done. So your feelings are invalid. It's just don't don't do that. It, it's rude and it's kind of offensive and you make people feel bad, you know, and it's hard giving critique on people. So you have to you have to keep that in mind that the people that are actually talking to you or, or writing to you, they might be just as nervous about giving the critique as you are at receiving it. Mm -hmm. So just keep that in mind. Yeah. And one thing that's kind of bridging the, the giving and getting of feedback is the it's a good general philosophy to touch base before the feedback on if you're if you're the person submitting something, what kind of feedback you're looking for. And if you are the person doing the feedback and they don't tell you that, ask what kind of feedback are you looking for? Are you looking for developmental edits, character arcs, big picture stuff? Are you looking for prose level critique just to kind of find out and especially if there is something they're nervous about they can be like hey point it for me oftentimes it's point out where the pacing either lags or goes too fast mm -hmm. so it's good to kind of both just know what the expectations are and you kind of touch base on having a beta form and that can really help i know a lot of times early in my giving getting feedback we didn't do that and we didn't have a form. And so you never knew exactly whether you were giving too much feedback, too little feedback, looking at the wrong things. So giving them like a, a good, clear idea of this is what I'm looking for right now can really help just on both mm -hmm. sides to make sure everybody's on the same page. Yep. Yep. I agree. So giving feedback, what is some good etiquette when you are giving other people feedback? Well, I think everybody knows about the compliment sandwich, but I'm going to reiterate that anyway. Yeah. We should say it. Just in case they don't, like, it means you say something nice and then sandwich some of your crit in there and then say something nice again just to end it and try, you know, to balance it out. Like, because people are going to be reading this and probably sobbing, maybe, like, <laughs> you know, so don't don't be a bully by not saying you did this right. But, you know, that you could have done this better. Yeah. Always make sure that you find good things to say um, just to balance out the bad. Yeah. And, and do try to be honest about it. Like, don't just make up stuff. Like, because I can guarantee that the person has probably done something right. <laughs> you know, like. Yeah. There's always something yeah. positive to say. And it also helps just it helps them to know what not to change. Like what is working? Mm -hmm. And and if 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 the if the writing really is that bad and you have a really hard time with it, <laughs> chances are that kind of writer might appreciate you to just say, "I really like this character because of this. Like I like her hair. Like I like the way you describe her hair. Or like she sounds like a person I want to be. You know, because sometimes people who maybe don't excel at some of those more grammatical things or like just story building in general like they might just really love their characters and it might feel really good for them just to hear that you love their characters too stuff like that and if if you do start reading it and you really just are 
are digging for good things to say, it might be one of those situations where you read a couple chapters and you just say, I'm not the reader for this mm -hmm. and hand it back. Yep. It's much better for people to hear that than for you to have to try to slog through yeah. something you're not liking. You're not going to give good feedback if you're not enjoying anything about it. Yeah. So it, it is okay to bow out and say, hey, this is just not for me. Mm -hmm. I, I think there's a lot of self-care issues tied to being the person on the other end of a situation like that, where people basically mm -hmm. really, uh, you know, especially because there's a, a lot of writers and creative individuals have other things that go along with that. And sometimes anxiety kind of gets in the way and, and we don't want to let somebody mm -hmm. down. So we like force ourselves to, to slog through this thing that's actually really stressing us out. And at that point, I would suggest, you know, take a few steps back and, ex you know, assess what it's doing to you and, and take into mind that you're an important individual and that you deserve to not be stressed over little things like this and allow yourself to back off. Like, you know, just say, I'm backing mm -hmm. out of this. It doesn't seem like my kind of book. It didn't catch me because of this. I can give you a few references to like maybe some books I like to read on craft that might be able to help you secure the beginning a little more. So that's a bit, you know, you can, you are allowed to step away. Yeah. And please do if it's causing you stress. And as someone who's had people who've not finished books for whatever reason, uh, beta reads, it's, it's always appreciated. People should not ever hold this. I mean, I'm sure there's probably some people out there, mm -hmm. but if somebody just says, Hey, I couldn't finish this. I appreciate just knowing. So I can like cross them off the list and be like, okay, this one's just not going, th this feedback isn't going to come in. So I'm not waiting on it. Right. No, I, I, could, I agree a hundred percent. And I, I've, I've unfortunately not, I've not had that experience, but I have like given it to people and then had them like kind of like drop contact with me. Like, yeah, I've been ghosted. They've never like given me anything like, and I think that's just because they didn't either have the time to read it or they started reading it and it didn't. You know, but I would have rather had them be like, hey, I'm not going to read this because I just had a whole bunch of stuff come up this year. Or, hey, I'm not going to read this because I wasn't interested. Like, I don't like the ghosting thing. Yeah. It's like, I understand, like, and, and, and anyone will understand and have to be like, I have so much going on this month. I can't really read this. Like, I, I know I wanted to, but can we still, can we, can we still be friends, bud? Like, you know, like yeah. that kind of thing. Try not to ghost people. Yeah, that happened with my last beta read. I had a couple people that were like, hey, I wanted to read this, but just life mm -hmm. threw some curveballs at me. I just do not have the time. And I'm like, cool. Yeah. Like, we'll touch base on when we both have later projects. Yep. And that's fine. Communicate. Yeah. Yeah. Communication is key. Um, but yeah, the compliment sandwich is great, especially if they ask for specific feedback, give them specific feedback. Honestly, if you read a book that you're still mostly enjoying, but you're seeing a lot of issues especially if you know this is maybe a newer writer or you kind of have to gauge your friends and how much how often they've taken feedback and how thick their skin is mm -hmm. and if it is somebody who may have a little bit thinner skin or may not have taken feedback a lot maybe you just don't list everything you found a problem with yep. <laughs> if you found a whole bunch. Pick out the the few things that you think need the most attention and kind of focus in on those um, because I know it can get overwhelming sometimes, especially when you're just starting to get feedback to get like, and this, and this, and this, and this, and this are all wrong, even if there is a compliment sandwich in there. Yeah, and honestly, sometimes uh, like if you have an overarching issue, like that's a plot thing, 
uh, and then there's a bunch of character issues, you can just tell them that the plot really isn't working and they might discover on their own that a lot of the character things weren't working mm-hmm. either. So you don't always have to pick out every little thing because if they're going to be making a, a large amount of changes to the book, that stuff might change anyway. So you don't, yeah, you don't need to mention it. Yeah. And if you find somebody who is good at giving and receiving feedback, do not let them go. No. <laughs> Especially as you get to know each other, because now like DC and I can just be like up front. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the last thing I sent you, I got like a little letter back that was like, okay, okay, friend, here's what's, here's what you're going to need to do. And you know that I can take it. And I still get scared though. <laughs> I get very scared. Like I'm like, oh my God, Avery's going to sob for a whole week over this and it's going to be all my fault. And, <laughs> but I didn't, Oh, you didn't. I didn't cry this time. You didn't. Yeah. It's, it is a good thing to kind of get to know people and get to a level of being critique partners where you can really just be up front mm-hmm. yep uh, but it does take a couple times of like feeling each other out to get to that point yeah yeah it does okay so that's about time on this one every other friday you can join us at 7 30 p.m eastern on twitch for a live stream and to see the upcoming schedule check out our website at anditswriting.com mm-hmm.